Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 13th of April, 2022. This is The Gap, episode 609. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here. Job, we took a week off last we week. Uh, we the did. first time in, uh, I don't even know. I can't remember. Uh, since January. No, I mean like as <laughs> as our regularly scheduled oh, podcast we content We haven't missed goes. a week, yeah. In yeah, we have missed a week. Uh, two years. In a very long time, I feel like. I know. Woeful. Like over six years, I feel like. Yeah. But someone's going to p- pick us up on that and be like, actually, actually in episode 600 and... Mm. Oh, no, it wouldn't be 600 because we're at 600. In episode 324. True. Boomers. We'll get boomed. Um, you both weren't there. Yeah, neither of us were there. It was just Heath. No. <laughs> yeah, which is basically yep. a podcast with no one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, missed it last week. Uh, woke up Wednesday morning. Went to, like, was playing Hell Let Loose on Tuesday evening and uh, just coughing my lungs up, like, in between barking orders. Uh, I was just fucking hacking a lung up. And yep. uh, I'm like, oh, this doesn't, this doesn't seem good. But I did a rat that night. And uh, you got to say rat, not rat test. You gotta yeah, fucking bake like that into your brain. It's machine. like ATM machine, yeah, exactly. A pin number. Yeah. Um so yeah, I did a rat that night and Well the Gap podcast. The Gap pod no, that that actually makes sense. We are the <laughs> g- generic <laughs> acronym podcast podcast. Um I even do that now. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, went to went to went to bed, woke up the next morning, did a rat, and it was a really faint line. Like super duper faint, and you know, like you've—I don't know if you've seen people take photos and they show, and it's like a faint line. You're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's like this dress blue or gold, and you're like, I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's those people. We're back. We're back on that one, Yanni or Laurel. Um, yeah. But uh, and and this was one of those bodge job fucking rats where you had to use the you get like a torch, a, a UV light torch that you got to shine <laughs> on the thing. Where are you buying these from? Like the man hey, on the corner of the street. Hey, it's like this thing cost me sixteen thousand dollars. Okay, so <laughs> we got these back when, like, just just before they fully skyrocketed. So we only paid like three hundred percent markup for these things. So. Oh, yeah. Um. But yeah. So yeah, I had to fucking shine the light on this thing, and I could see it. My wife couldn't see it. I'm like, okay, we'll we'll do we'll do a PCR test. PCR test. Ah, uh, and uh, when that did, works, yeah, yeah. Uh, when did the PCR test, and uh, yeah, they were like, uh, "Yep, you got to isolate until you get results." Didn't get my results until fucking one a.m. But it didn't fucking matter because by the time I got back from doing the PCR, like, woke up that morning, felt like garbage, right? But like, what day was this? This was Tuesday. Wednesday. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Uh, woke up that morning and I'm like, oh, this, this, I don't feel very good. You know, this is, de- if, if I don't have co- like COVID, I've got a fucking, I've definitely got a man flu coming on, right? I'm already feeling like a, a, a big baby. Uh, and I get, I, I do go for man flu when I get the man flu. I, I'm just like fucking chuck yeah. my fucking, my toys out of the pram style shit. Like I'm doing nothing. No, but I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. This is I already feel pretty much this is the worst, easily the worst flu I've had in like years, maybe a decade. 
uh, like, this sucks. And then by the time I got the PCR and got home again, it had, like, far progressed beyond. Like, this, I was, like, uh, knocking on fucking heaven's door type shit. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. This fucking sucks. Uh But it was all internal because I didn't have enough energy to do anything. I just sort of fucking collapsed in bed and then like slept all day except to cough. I woke up just to cough. My wife couldn't come into the into the room because she was isolating from me. So I was isolating from the outside world and she was isolating from me. But we got a fucking... We live in Sydney. We got a shoebox apartment. It probably costs like eighteen million dollars to purchase, but it's about the size yeah, of a fucking yeah, a refrigerator carton. So, uh, yeah, we were fucking like crammed in, but it didn't matter because I had no fucking energy. Waking up, coughing, definitely like <clears throat> I'm. I'm gonna die. I, I think. I think I'm gonna die. Uh, and then obviously Luke. Luke rings me up. He's like, Job, Job, you're not doing the fucking podcast, you cunt. And I'm like, Luke, please, please tell our listeners I'm not going to make it this week. And Luke's like, fuck you, cunt. If you're not doing it, I'm not doing it. And you can't fucking make me. And I'm like, no, Luke, they need to hear. They need to hear what we have to say. And Luke's like, no, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about them. I don't give a fuck about you. Fuck all of this shit. I'm like, oh, God damn it. I've got to, I must, I must make it to our Twitter and our Discord and send a missive to tell them that there won't be a podcast this week. But I fell asleep before I hit send. And then when I woke up in the morning, Luke had taken a giant shit outside my front door. I thought it was completely unnecessary, but he did. Uh, He signed his work too. Signed it in shit, which was even worse. Our neighbors were very upset. Um, yeah well that's what they get that's yeah i mean that's what you get that's what i get yeah uh so uh yeah that was that was you know rough and then thursday i actually felt worse somehow i didn't think i actually think i could feel worse than i did on wednesday night but i woke up feeling worse and that sucked uh and then friday my wife had it even though I'd, i'd been real careful but what can you do i don't know like did our best, uh, but she'd yeah. caught it. I mean, I've witnessed some of your farts, Job, and they I fucking know, right? travel. Those they, things just, yeah, they, they go. They go everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> um, Can you catch COVID via a fart? I don't know. You must be able to. Like, it's the only thing that makes sense. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Surely, right? No, Let's surely get not. Mythbusters on it. Yeah. Yes. Um. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Friday, she had it. I still felt like shit, and now nobody like she felt like shit, so nobody was there to look after me. So that that was bad, and obviously it was bad that she had it as well. I didn't, but uh, but I was mostly worried about myself. And then uh, Saturday, I was like, oh yeah, I think I'm okay. But she was she was where I was on fucking She's like, uh, Wednesday. <laughs> fuck you, Job. <laughs> uh, so I went out and cleaned up. Luke's giant shit and his message, uh, his message written in shit. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now I'm pretty much, I'm almost back to fine. Like I still got a bit of a cough and I went for a walk earlier because I was allowed outside. I went for a walk and I got like fucking halfway down the street. I'm like, all right, it's been a good, <laughs> good. <laughs> it was a good fucking, good bit of exercise. I think I've, uh, 
I've done this one. And fucking struggle town my way back home. So I don't know how yeah. this podcast is necessarily going to go because we've got about fucking 80 games on this list. And mm. uh, I don't know if I've got enough energy to get through all of them, but uh, we'll definitely do our best. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was the problem with last week is I didn't want to be the guy that once again has not played anything and, and drag someone else onto this show mm. and be like, by the way, you're fucking carrying it. Dance for me, monkey. <laughs> um, Dance for Yeah. So. It's fair. Anyway. Uh, but um, yes. So yes, apologies. We missed it. We're um, sorry. It'll never happen again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we start, we'll, we'll start back at episode one. This is it. This is episode one. Um, anyway, while you were talking, I just remembered we do have something else to add on to this list, yeah. which is the uh, murder mystery at Elizabeth House, or sorry, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Bay, Bay House, um, which is a uh, in-person, an IRL thing that you and you and I and our partners went to, mm. um, which was a uh, basically like a murder mystery um in a giant house where you're putting together clues and you're given tasks to do as a group um while you're collecting money and trying to solve the mystery of who killed somebody um not given a bunch where i got covid i'm pretty sure no you were you were um you went out the night before right because you were very hungover (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I only went to I only went to the no I got COVID going to the shops the day before that uh, I did the all right I've crunched the numbers done the maths it's got to be went to the shops yeah uh, to buy because it's usually it's like and five to fourteen days isn't it five to fourteen I was oh, they they reckon four to six but uh yeah yeah sure anyway somewhere around there yeah. Um, and also none of no one else that was that was was there nobody else got it yeah we were all with you the entire time yes uh but anyway so yeah murder mystery at elizabeth bay house uh yeah it was pretty light on the murder mystery aspect but uh i had a lot of fun at it It was like i would categorize it i was i would sort of describe it as hey (laughs) theater theater yeah it was basically theater games right like um, you had these, you had these actors, actors, uh, and they were playing these, these roles of these different guilds, uh, and you sort of got sorted into a guild and then you got tasked with visiting the other guilds and asking them questions and you had to determine what each, like, so basically the, the theory was, uh, there was a murder at this house, but actually there were six different, seven different murders, seven different murders, um, all of them designed to get this guy all at the same time. Everyone had a go, uh, like a yep. murder on the Orient Express type deal. Um, yep. And you had to determine what each guild, what murder each guild was in charge of. And we were in the yep. psychic guild. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know why we just were um, and our they guild knew. they knew they knew um, our guild we'd done what have we done? poison? poison? poison yeah um, 
So we knew we'd done poison. So we could rule that out and we had to go ask questions of other people. And you got given these roles. I was the priest. What were you, Luke? I don't think it mattered in the end. All right. All right. Did it? Because <laughs> I don't oh, really? even know. Oh, really? I don't think it did. Not terribly. Yeah. Um, I did use my, my being a priest to get us some extra money. Um, so basically what would, what would happen was when you visited these guilds, you'd participate in these light theater games type things. Uh, and, uh, they would give you money and they'd add up all the money at the end of the, the day. And that would determine basically which guild won and you wanted your guild to win. So you wanted to get as much money as possible. And so, for example, we went and visited the politicians and uh, your wife and I had to have a debate over... Which is fantastically set up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> over these points that they they gave you a slip of paper and you had to argue uh, this point just yeah. on the fly. But the what the other person would be arguing was completely different, was a bit like just a completely different thing. Uh, so you weren't really debating against each other. You were sort of just speechifying, I guess. Sure. And you wanted people to care about your issue more than than they cared about the other person's issue. And we really couldn't lose in this instance because I was debating your wife, and we were, so either one of us winning, well, same team, we'd get the money. So uh, that worked out okay. But I was still gutted. That your wife beat me. Although she's a lawyer, so like I shouldn't feel that bad. It's yeah. just I don't like to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So there was that. And that was that was basically the, the gist of it. Uh gist gist? Gist of it. Yeah. Uh you gift. get like a bunch of money out of that and then you go to the next guild and try to get money out of them and stuff like that. Uh it was good. It was good fun. I had a lot of fun. Uh yeah. Yeah, until we came second, and then I, I was, was disappointed. I, I could not. I was believe like, it. "How the fuck did we lose?" Right? It was it ridiculous. Doesn't make any sense. It wasn't just that we lost. The margin by blitzed. which we lost was <laughs> ridiculous. Like, uh, we won. Well, we came second by about eight thousand uh, dollars, if I recall correctly. So basically, at the end of it, if for each murder that you correctly solved, you'd get sixty thousand dollars. And they'd add that to everything. Wasn't it ten thousand? Ten thousand per murder. Oh, sorry, yeah, for ten thousand. Sorry, so there, but there were six that you had to solve, so you got sixty thousand. Yeah, um, and uh, they'd add that to all the money that everyone in your group had fucking had snaked, and yeah. that was your total, and that total would determine who was the winner. And uh, we finished with uh, one hundred twenty-nine thousand uh, because our our team earned sixty-nine thousand. Uh, around it about or oh, 68 but i managed to con our guild leader into to rounding out that <laughs> lovely number and uh we won like we came second rather by eight thousand. so the next closest was one hundred and twenty-one thousand. the people that came third one the team that came first 154 yeah it was out of control like Twenty five thousand more dollars, and at one point, one of the guild leader dudes, like at what? Well, so there was this one guild leader dude who was pretending to be a fucking priest, 
uh, and pretending, and I was the priest. So I like I sort of walked down and I sort of like conned him out of a bunch of money by virtue of of being a priest and him wanting to keep up his charade because he was like fucking, he was actually a, doing a gambling ten. And then, yeah, he fucking he gives me a bunch of money out of that. Later, while you were scamming money out of out of the the fucking horse dude, the other guy that came in. So this other dude comes in and may or may not have like was going to bust everyone in in the casino, uh, and Luke's scamming money out of him, and the other guy's like holding up this big stack of cash and he accidentally drops it. And I just fucking scoot a cool fucking like eight k straight out of out of off the ground. Like, so we we got fucking tons of money, and we still were twenty five thousand behind. I could not fucking work it out. Yeah. We, we like we basically walked in we, we solved the murder at the max you could get walked in with another sixty eight thousand like the sixty eight thousand was what we got out in the the world right yeah, yeah. and we got blitzed by an extra thirty something thousand yeah that people have found out in the world and it was like how what how <laughs> Wait, how? how how the fuck Where did you do that like we cleaned up out there so hard yeah. It was someone is cheating. It was sus. It was mad sus. We were sus on them. Anyway, so uh yeah. yeah. That was that was odd. But no, I had a lot of fun and uh yeah, I I like those like I don't really I never really did theater. I, I didn't do drama or anything, but uh those theater games always did look pretty fun. Uh it's just sort of role playing, right? Like uh like really short sort of yeah role-playing sessions i guess where you just sort of have to be willing to embrace the idea of what you're there for because otherwise yeah yeah, you could go and sort of be too cool for school about it and you wouldn't have any fun and that's one of those it's one of those situations where you will have as much fun as you're willing to have yeah because you'll put into it yeah exactly which was yeah it's cool uh, yeah, and we yeah. went out for dinner beforehand and were, you know, well lubricated by the time we got there. Not like yes. hammered or anything, but no. we had a couple of drinks. Yes. Um, um, we, my favorite part about one of my favorite parts about that night is when we did go out for dinner and uh, we're at this restaurant slash bar and then it had someone there playing uh, music. He yep. had a like full DJ set up, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like, and I said this to you, halfway through the night, this guy found the fade button on the yeah. actual deck. Yeah. And that was like the greatest thing he'd ever heard in his life. And all he did the rest of the night was fucking fade every song. Like he left had his, and right speaker. <laughs> he had his headphones on, right? And he's popped a shit ton of ecstasy. And he's found the crossfade and he's just like, oh my God. This is fucking me up. And he's got no idea that outside of his headphones, all he's doing is making everything sound like shit constantly. But he's like fucking left, right, left, right, left, right. It was fucking bananas. I have never heard anything like it. Like how nobody who worked there went up and and like just put their hand on on his hand while he's doing like, you've got to stop. We're begging yeah. you to stop. Because it wasn't like one song. It went no. on for like an hour and a half. Of yeah. Just every single song. 
like just fucking fading every song and i'm like left speaker right speaker but every speaker set up in this place is like one of them was the left one this one is a right one and so the speaker like next to you would just cut out all of a sudden yeah and then you'd sort of hear music off in the distance and it'd start up again yeah and you went to the bathroom once and you didn't hear this i don't think because we asked you yeah but each bathroom has a speaker yeah each and each toilet and they're all unisex toilets right yeah and so you go in there and you're doing your thing and there's music playing and all of a sudden the music just completely drops out <laughs> and, and i'm laughing because i'm like ah oh, he's back on that fight thing again and there'd be like dead silence and all of a sudden the song would cut back in again and off it'd go and you're like oh man it was so bananas. good yeah <laughs> anyway uh, it was a good time good night um yes. all right let's talk about some video games there's a lot here to get through um we'll kick things off with Fortnite. oh yeah the, uh battle royale game made popular by epic games um uh, uh, no build mode i'm assuming you've been playing zero, much build. Of this? zero build yes zero uh, build yeah i've been playing a bunch of zero build uh i'm enjoying uh zero build enough i do not love the gunplay and i think it's like something i don't think like i'll ever get over the like i don't know if have we spoken about fortnite on the podcast did we speak about yeah it yeah it's a bit more I can't like remember casual spray patterns it's got there's de- like there's there's loads of rng and so you wind up in these situations where like gunfights you just can't take gunfights at medium to long range unless you have a sniper rifle there's just no fucking point in doing it if you've got a sniper rifle fucking go for it right like it's actually like they feel good to shoot the the one sniper rifle i know of uh feels good to shoot and and it hits its fucking target i'm i don't it's not hit scan but the travel time is if like feels appropriate it's not one of those not one of those games where like it it's got travel time and then you fucking shoot it and you wait and you got a fucking wanted style arc to fucking bullets or some shit you just fucking you fire you you adjust for the height and you you can take shots and you can kill cunts from ages away and if it, yeah it feels good and it works but if you've got like a even if you've only got like there's like a thermal scoped assault rifle and i think that is hit scan uh but i think the damage drop off makes it pointless so you wind up in this situation where you are plinking these cunts but like it's doing nothing uh and so yeah you basically have to go get them and if you can't ads with a weapon there's no point right it seems like adsing will guarantee you ads and like single shot firing will guarantee you shots on target but if you're if your weapon if you've got like a like a purple assault rifle that didn't have a scope on it and uh i couldn't ads with it and so i all i could do was hold down rmb and fire and it just sort of fucking random spray it may as well be anything like it may as well be any other fucking weapon at that point and so yeah you got to fucking really think about and i guess that's the way it works in a lot of battle royales where you you know you got to really think about your weapon choice but it just feels weird to me that there is an entire fucking engagement range that is like just no man's land right if you don't have a specific weapon if you don't have a sniper rifle long to sorry mid to long range is just not a fucking engagement range it's just odd it's just weird i can sort of see 
that was sort of how it worked in Apex as well, though. So I can't criticize Fortnite too much. I just don't... Like, the way that it worked in Apex was that you just weren't able to fucking secure the kill at uh, mid to long range. Like, you just weren't able to finish. You could get it down and then push, but you weren't. You probably weren't going to fucking finish people because the uh, time to kill in Apex was very long. And you also had the shield as well, right? So yeah, exactly. You just uh, kind of face the person. Yeah, um, that's yeah. But in in Fortnite's case, it's it's more about that fucking like the inaccuracy, the way the weapons sort of like just generally fucking miss. They orangey fucking bloom spread all over the fucking place as soon as you start to yeah. fire. Uh, I don't like the timing. The, I, I mean, it's a different type of, type of game, right? They want you to <clears throat> Fortnite wants you to push, but you've got the ability to build usually. Yeah. And so the idea is to build and like snake your way to somebody to get the close range. This is why I've never liked Fortnite competitive because it just ends up being a shotgun fight at the end. Yeah. And I don't like the shotguns because the timing of them is weird. Uh, something about the rarities. There's like multiple. There's one fucking. I found one type of sniper rifle. There's got to be three different fucking shotguns. There's like a drum shotgun, an auto shotgun, a pump shotgun, like fucking shotguns for days. And it's like, it's for the reason you said, because every game at the end just turns into a shotgun fest. Um, but fucking, like, I can't get the timing on like when the next shot is going to work, except for with the pump. If I find a pump, it's, we probably win. Uh, but if it's the fucking drum or the auto, uh, shotguns drum I, I think it's called the drum or yeah, is the drum the auto sounds about right uh, yeah if it's one of those if if it's one of the other fucking shotguns it doesn't matter if it's fucking gold it's fucking pointless because I fire and it, sh- it feels like it should go bang 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 but it'll be like bang 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 and my fucking I'll sweep across them and then somehow just fucking time it so that I'm like I got the fucking crosshair on their head every single goddamn time there's a space there's a fucking beat where I'm not shooting and then yeah. I'll like drag I'll panic fucking drag and then it'll fire and I'll drag it back on target and anyway very frustrating um so yeah that's that's annoying but yeah we had some good games there's like a real need to fucking stay in each other's pockets though uh it's very easy to like once a person is down it's like they're done basically it's very easy to finish to thirst and finish and uh because all cover is meaningless it's a game where you've got to basically or not meaningless but very easily destroyed like you can just like if someone's hiding behind a tree you just shoot the fucking tree right like destroy the fucking tree easy um and because sorry give me a second um and because uh there's like not really anywhere that's necessarily safe uh outside of elevation and the actual like fucking uh, yeah the ground itself uh yeah. you wind up in these situations where like it's very, like once you isolate players and pick them off you can really like divide and conquer in that game and yeah that's most of the ways we lose is by like splitting with one another 
and and losing each other and then like gradually getting picked off one by one uh and that's yeah that's basically yeah. it but it's it's a learning curve it's uh it's one of those games where you pick it up as you go i don't know how much more i necessarily want to play uh it's more. fun to you jump play in more? but yeah yeah because i've yeah. installed it oh okay it's been sitting there for a couple of... i think the other day when you guys said we were going to play oh you we people should play and i installed it i just haven't had a chance to check okay. in but it's installed on my computer yes excellent well yes we'll, we'll team up <laughs> so i'm looking forward to playing two games yep um i'm installing it against classic. bots yep uh should should probably get people straight off the bat i think yeah i, th- I think so depending on how the matchmaking works because i've played before unless there's like a seasonal reset or something like yeah. that i'm not sure yeah exactly um anyway all right cool that's Fortnite. it's uh it's available now it's free to play on pretty much everything except for mobile devices uh it is free to play on mobile isn't it i mean depends on what platform you want to play on right Uh, because (laughs) it's not on apple anymore right true (laughs) yeah um all right, let's keep going here. We got Downfall, Slay the Spy. Is this the uh, fan expansion yes, thing we is. talked about recently? Yes, yep. uh, I've finished it uh, when I was able to fucking sit up in my bed uh, last week. I uh, This is basically all I played. Uh, I tried a couple other things, but I just didn't have the like the mechanical fucking dexterity for anything else. So I was just playing, like I was trying to play some more Returnal, but it just mm-hmm. wasn't fucking happening. So uh, yeah, played some more of this. I played the new fucking, I was saying last time uh, that there, there's a new mode that I hadn't even played. So I played as the Hermit, which is the new character that they added. And I finally managed to finish it, like get a good win with him. Uh, all the way through the end, there's uh, one of the one of his cards. He does this thing, uh, dead dead aim or something like that, uh, where when the um, when the card is in the center of your hand, it gets an extra effect, and uh, it like once you get a good handle on those on all the cards that he's got available to him, you just get into this situation where you you try to fucking replace all of your strikes with cards that are objectively just better, right? Because as always with Slater Spy, you're trying to keep your your like total deck. Me personally, I try to keep it under 20. Uh, that's like, I reckon if I go over 20, I've got too many cards. It's too much variance. I can't guarantee what I'm going to get. Uh, it works like that. That system works for me. But uh, yeah, basically some of these cards one of them in particular the one that i exploited the fuck out of uh had loads of was uh yeah you you get if you dead aimed with this card you'd get plus one strength and uh yeah i basically did the final boss fight uh, and by the end of it i had about I don't know, 80 fucking strength so my my every attack was just fucking even basic attacks were just doing fucking stacks because all I like, all of my strikes have been replaced with this card. Any time I saw this card, I grabbed it. Any time I could get rid of a card, I'd get rid of a strike. Uh, I bought this uh, strength card a couple of times, 
and I had another had another like a power card where anytime I had a like got a debuff applied to me um, I gained one strength and the the hermit's starting like relic the thing he starts with is uh, it adds a curse to your card that will apply vulnerable to everyone so I had the ability to to put a debuff on myself and the other uh, and my enemies but when I got a debuff I would get one strength uh, and then I could get rid of the debuff and then I could add a debuff again and like I was able to just fucking cycle up all this fucking strength which is basically the essence of the Slay the Spire game is to find a combo a deck combo that just is too much uh, to handle anyway so uh, it was cool but I, I played Downfall which is the other mode that they made where you play as like bosses from slay the spy you play as the fucking play as the blob boss and you play as the fucking the weird robot automaton and and it's got like you've got your own decks and like each boss has their own decks there's seven of them and they get their own fucking like relics and all this kind of shit and they've all got different mechanics uh when you're the blob boss you sort of like you split into like you've got this mechanic where you split into other blobs and each blob does different things and it's similar to um the the oh, i can't remember her name the third uh the third character you unlock defect or the defect it's sort of similar to the defect in regular slay the spire but uh there's yeah there's all kinds of bosses one of them the second last i think you unlock is is gremlins uh and you'll fight a bunch of gremlins during fucking uh slay the spire but basically this time instead of having like a a health pool you've got these five little gremlin dudes and they've all got separate health pools and they can all individually die and uh each one of them does something different and so when you're playing as the the rage gremlin uh you gain plus one strength at the end of your turn or something like that when you're playing as the fucking sneaky gremlin uh every time you play an attack card you'll do four four damage to a random enemy and so you wind up like you've got to swap gremlins you've got all these gremlins and you got to swap the gremlins and you're like trying to keep in mind what they're good at and like you're learning these cards and all this kind of fucking crazy shit it's fucking like it's deep as shit man like there's a lot going on uh but it all seems to work and, and it plays really well uh, I was a big fan. The last one you unlock is fucking Sneko, uh, which is the snake that casts confusion. Uh, and when confusion is cast, all your cards cost ra random amounts. That's fucking bananas, man. Holy shit. Um, you play the entire fucking game as Sneko with random, like everything costing random amounts. And you got to fucking focus in on, on doing shit that way. He's got relics that sort of feed into that as well. So, uh, like, you're deliberately making shit cost less and, uh, or, like, a random amount. But, yeah, you, like, weighing up, trying to get the fucking chonkiest cards you can because there's a halfway decent chance 
it'll turn out like they may cost five like five fucking points to cast normally which you'd never be able to actually play generally but with sneko ability you can fucking play whenever you want so you just fucking oh i'll say that fuck it uh and yeah you just see what you can fucking get away with um yeah bananas uh it's good man like yeah i said it last time i'll say it again it's very fucking good uh a lot of fun and like really well done very impressive i should definitely uh be pleased with what they put together and obviously yep. uh the team behind slay the spire is pleased with them as well yeah. um and it's also free right uh, yes. you don't have to you don't have to buy it correct um but yeah if you don't have a good background on slay the spire i don't know like it's one of those one of those games where like yeah you have to have played slay the spire to really get it like the sure. beauty of slay the spire is that sort of breadcrumbs you through how to play it and get the most out of it and then suddenly it all clicks but mm -hmm. uh yeah this this does nothing nothing like that this is just straight up well you like slow spire why don't you play this and you're in the deep oh. end already but yeah yeah all right um cool there you go slow spire check that out uh next up we have forgive me father um what is this i've never heard of it before yeah, so I saw this. This was on the the Steam, like, I don't know, new and trending. It's still there. Forgive me, Father. Uh, it's a yeah. boomer shooter with, like, Lovecraftian vibes. And uh, I guess you're, like, a priest and you go to this town and you go to check it out and uh, see what's going on. And people were really fucking getting into it. But uh, I played it and I just bounced off real fucking fast. I did not enjoy myself it does this thing with fucking checkpointing that i just think is uh, like just not not good you've got to like fucking s save at specific spots um not quite to like you don't need fucking print cartridges or some shit like it's resident evil but you do need to actually go to these save locations to save the game and that's the like if you don't do that then you don't you'll lose all your progress when you die sure. and the yeah. game is sort of designed like it's a boomer shooter so uh you know boomer shooters if you're not familiar with the concept they sort of got this low res fucking art style and uh they're trying to evoke uh the idea of i guess like doom or uh sure. the other quake or quake or fucking was it Redneck Rampage? Duke Nukem? Yeah. Uh, 3D or whatever. Um, Duke yeah, Nukem the, 3D, like the old school. Yeah, old school shooters. fucking 90s shooters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like going for that fucking, that vibe. Uh, it's really f like you feel really fast paced. You move quite quickly. Uh, and like most boomer shooters, um, it uses kill chambers. Uh, and, I, yep. you know, I think I've been pretty fucking uh forthcoming about the fact that i don't like fucking kill chambers but uh yeah this one is particularly bad for it because it does like it it's basically a gotcha situation where it'll lock you in a room and then start spawning way too many character uh enemies like instead of like 
instead of having all the enemies and you look in and you're like, oh, right, that's, I, 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 sh- I need to be fucking careful here. This will yep. like wait till you're fucking 15 steps into the room and then it'll lock all the doors and shit just starts spawning in. And then if you die, you get fucking yanked all the way back to the fucking checkpoint mm-hmm. uh, or the last place you saved. And that can be anywhere between, in my experience, that can be anywhere between like real fucking soon or fucking ages ago. Uh, and the the other difficulty uh, management issue it has is just ammo. Like I just don't understand. There aren't <laughs> there aren't enough weapons, but at the point where I was in the game, for it to have like things weren't dying in too many hits. Like I wasn't wasting my ammo, but the way it sort of ramped up the difficulty was, was by limiting the ammo. And I think it's a horror game situation, right? Like it's Lovecraftian. It's got fucking spooky, fucking weird, fucking, uh, cosmic horror shit going on. And I think they want to ramp up the fucking spooky horrorness. And they do that by limiting your fucking ammunition, uh, making things a bit more tense, and then, yeah, you run, run out of ammo in a fucking room where you're locked in with a bunch of cunts and you're like, all right, fair enough. Get yanked back 20 fucking minutes and you're like, oh my God, are you serious? So I tapped out. I'm like, no. I don't care enough. Uh, to be honest, like, it seems... I like the fucking idea. I think it's got a cool aesthetic and the music's good and the sounds are all good and... Uh, the enemy design was quite good. There's like, there's, uh, there was one particular enemy I really liked. There, you like, they're zombies and they walk around and you get, you insta kill them if you headshot them. Uh, mm-hmm. But they'd walk around carrying an, an extra head. And when you headshot them, they put that other head on and then you'd have to do them again. And I just like that as a concept and I thought it was cleverly done and yeah. Uh, like there was a lot that I enjoyed about it, but the execution from a gameplay perspective, I just did not think was there for me. Yeah. So I bounced off sadly. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Okay. It's um, it's on sale at the moment. If people want to check it out, it's called Forgive Me Father. Um, it's fifteen percent off at the moment. You can pick it up for uh, roughly. I don't know what the pricing is. It's twenty four dollars Australian. I'm not sure what that is in US. Yeah. Um, Eighteen or something. Eighteen, like that. yeah. The exchange rate isn't moment. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, forgive me, Father. Next up, we've got Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Um, still playing this. I'm at level like I'm. I'm close to max level. Yeah. Um, before you start doing like mythic ranks and all that sort of stuff that's in the game i think i'm like 35 uh you and you and i played a little bit of co-op i think together yeah one weekend um i wanted to get your take on and i've not seen any, i'm not sure if you actually reached that point before but there was a moment in that game where i got to an area and i was like job's gonna fucking love these enemies that you're fighting and it's the uh the walking sharks like, oh yeah yeah land sharks <laughs> Um, I got to that area because you were there when I joined your game. Yeah. Uh, which was fortunate. No, they were cool. What are they called? Like dogfish or something? Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah. That, that's a cool enemy. I like that as an idea. Uh, I missed 
Tina's intro of them. Uh, I'm sure it would have been good. Uh, and you get like you get one as a pet, right? Um, I'm not. I mean, there's a mission where you have to go walk one. Right. Like yeah. you you walk so it not, and it has to not like, as a pet pet, else. but there is one that is a pet, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. Um. So yeah, man, I'm still playing that. I, I've, I'm excited to get to the end game of it. Like I've been reading through work like a bunch of what the end game is and i i'm interested to see like how that evolves a game a bit um and i'm glad to see them like trying new things um it sounds like it's it's endless dungeon type stuff where randomized um you know dungeon bosses and unlocked gear and you can increase the level difficulty and all that sort of stuff so sort of playing with the idea of what like Diablo was doing with some of their end game um, farming and that sort of thing. So, like, I don't know. We've talked about in this past, like, how do you sort of evolve um, Borderlands into a mm. way that fits in, like, the either the live service model or continuing what they're doing while, um, you know, having some legs, some longevity in the game while not being a live service game, I guess. Like, there's either you do a live service. Or you have it the way that the game is at the moment, but some sort of repetitive nature in the gameplay and extending it a little bit more. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's cool to see them sort of tinker around with that idea a little bit and try new things in there. But I don't know, man. Like, I'm still digging that game. It's a, I have a lot of fun with it. I know a lot of people, you either kind of like Borderlands or you don't. Um, and the like it's interesting looking at the metacritic scores on these games and mm-hmm. wonderlands and borderlands 3 are very similar yeah. in terms of their review scores and that sort of stuff um but at the end of the day like i think i think definitely 3 is a lot better than the wonderlands but i'm still enjoying what it's doing um so i, don't I it's don't have any desire to continue playing wonderlands unfortunately yeah. i just Every time I go to play it, I'm just so done, man. Like, I just, it doesn't really, it hasn't grabbed me. There's not enough meat to it. Uh, and it's a shame. It doesn't do a whole lot in you. Yeah. Yeah. And and I just think that the, the shooting mechanics just never really, like, well, they take way too long to get there. Uh, I have unlocked my second second class yeah Yeah. but like yeah that isn't really doing enough to sort of make up for the deficit in in weapon quality for me and yeah like for a game that's about loot i feel like loot is too much of a burden right it's incomprehensible to me that they've never worked out some better system for fucking inventory management than what they've got but it's, it's tedious it's genuinely tedious dealing yeah, with it, it is. to the point where you just like like you shouldn't be you shouldn't be below the fucking halfway to the level cap and already just being like I don't give a fuck if it's not purple I'm not picking anything up that isn't fucking purple but yeah. that's where I was at because it was it wasn't because I didn't think I'd be able to like if I I'd look at a blue, right? And if it actually increased yeah. my, like, if I could see it was actually going to fucking improve my fucking character's shit, then I'd pick, like, 
auto equip it, and that was it. Otherwise, just left them on the ground, and I think that's a mistake. Like it just renders so much loot pointless uh, because it's so annoying to fucking deal with it when you go back to like a shop or something, and that 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 shouldn't be the reason why loot becomes pointless. Like the way right. that it, it works in loot games is that like that fucking staggered system where you you're like oh i don't care about whites anymore right like i don't care about white items and i'm just gonna leave them from now Mm. on that's actually a sense of progression that you see in games right and you get to the point right when you're the full fucking super wizard in diablo or whatever where you're just fucking rolling around and if it's not fucking orange you don't give a fuck right and yes that's that's a huge part of growing in a loot game and borderlands you like real quick you're just like no i don't care it's too much hassle i just don't care oh sorry yeah i do the same thing is like i I don't use anything that's below purple because there's no point um and i think what what the difference between this and diablo is that um here you're sort of using that gear to sell shit and obviously the stuff that's higher rated is going to be worth more to sell but that's purely it at least at the stage that i'm at i don't know if it changes further down the track but diablo the way that that works is that gear is still useful in some sense you can either change it for materials and like use the um system to like upgrade those materials like you can at least use it for something somewhere down the chain is at least helpful for you as a character yeah um whereas in border the borderland series we'll just call it borderland series it's just money and i don't really need money (laughs) yeah you never really need money but it's it's definitely something that they could have fixed and if ever they would have had an opportunity to fix it wonderlands feels like a really good fucking reason to because it's got that fucking rpg aesthetic going Mm. about it like my biggest i what makes what has conned me back into starting the game up a couple of times is that i have genuinely enjoyed the storytelling but i just i get so done with the fucking the shooting part and the fucking looting part and then like afterwards i'm like wait it's a looter shooter and i don't like looting or shooting Oh, stop picking it back up again. Just fucking watch some fucking watch the cutscenes on YouTube or something. Fuck's sake. Like, yeah, watch someone else play it on Twitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I'm enjoying the shooting part. So yeah. I'm just like going ahead. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think that's a point of like an area they need to focus on is the uh, weapon sort of redundancy and, and get back into making that stuff a bit more worthwhile as opposed to having money to not really do anything with like the first time i found out there was an area where you could upgrade your (laughs) ammo and bank vault like that was the other day and i'm like 30 something hours into this game maybe at this point yeah where i could realize you could upgrade your character but i've never had to use it yeah um although there's that you were able to fucking like increase your inventory space and stuff so i can't believe you hadn't done it that's crazy shit well, the other thing is, like, it's something that I've always done in those other games, those other Borderlands games. And then this game, I was like, huh, it's kind of weird that you can't do that. Like, 
that's different. They must have just scrapped it and was yeah. like, we'll just give them a shitload of ammo. Because ne- I've never run out of ammo on any weapon. Yeah. And I just figured, all right, fair enough. You just don't no, need, need that no. stuff. That's something you got to worry about this time. Passing comment on like, what am I doing with all this money? Yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah, we'll use it for your upgrades. Like, what upgrades are you talking about? <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Um, that's Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. It's out now. You can check it out. Next up, we got Nightmare Reaper. What is this? Another boomer shooter. Um, when I bounced off fucking Forgive Me Father, I was like, all right, well, I want to pew you something. What else is there? And uh, I don't know. Um, someone on my Steam list was recommending Nightmare Reaper. All right, I've maybe it was this. you because you've played these other games yeah check yeah. out nightmare reaper might be um but uh yeah this is uh this is a lot of fun it just hit early uh, sorry just left early access and uh it's a uh, it's basically a i guess you could say a uh kind of a roguelite uh kind of a looter shooter like it's it's kind of a lot of things uh which makes it kind of weird um yeah you you're this person uh you're rolling around these fucking doom style levels uh low res levels murdering the fuck out of everything as as fast as humanly possible again it's got that really fast pace about it uh it's less um kill chambery i mean you well you don't have to kill everything to move on to the next room but you wind up doing it anyway because uh like there's a chance that any enemy you kill will fucking uh like drop a new weapon and there doesn't appear to be uh anything in particular that like dictates what uh degree of weapon like i've gotten the fucking craziest shit drop from like just super basic enemies and stuff and um yeah like these these weapons have like like modifiers the better they are and all that kind of shit so that's cool so you feel compelled to hunt down every fucking enemy you can and um yeah it feels good to play and fun and then when you finish a level you sort of you get teleported back to this fucking hospital room and uh there's this other story that you're trying to piece together why you're in a hospital room and then you go uh to get to the next level you go to the bed and you go to sleep and you're in a new level to the new level uh you get to keep like one weapon per per level um and like generally you just pick whatever you fucking really liked last time i currently got this fucking i there's this boot this power boot where everything i kick basically dies and so i'm just running around kicking shit uh but instead of using ammo you got three kinds of ammo light ammo heavy ammo and, and magic uh instead of using any ammo at all this thing uses your health and so you can't kick too much because you'll fucking kill yourself uh, and so you're managing that aspect and yeah like there's uh i found like a fucking a sword that made everything fucking explode and uh 
Um, what else? Like a fucking machine gun crossbow. and Like it's this weird mix between like Hexen style shit, but at the same time, like, you know, fucking swords and, and wizards and magic and shit. Uh, but then like you'll find like, like Wonderlands. Uh, but then you find a fucking <laughs> a double barrel shotgun that has explosive fucking ammo and you fucking murder everything that way instead or something. Yeah, like the better, the better rare, like weapons have different rarities and that sort of randomly drops as well. And they've got different levels. You can get like a level two weapon and it does way more damage. Uh, level three weapon, like obviously more, more damage again. Uh, but you can only, uh, well, I think you are, uh, unlock it later, but you can only um, bring with you like your level one weapon. And it's got this skill tree system that's basically fucking Mario, uh, where like you walk around like the over map of Mario and then you mm. pick what you want to buy. You'll be like, okay, well, I want to, I want more fucking magic ammo. Uh, like I want to be able to hold more magic ammo. So I will go into this yeah. and you go in that level and you have to beat the level Mario style. Well, you, wait, are you talking about the, like Super Mario Brothers, the the overworld map or the like actual levels inside of Mario? So you go around and you go buy, you use the Mario Bros overworld map and then you yeah. go down to the more magic ammo and then you click in and then you go into a Mario level, like a sold, right. side-scrolling platformer. And you yep. got to fucking beat it. And you collect coins and stuff. And right. Okay. So it does it that way. Uh, it's pretty fucking weird. And then there's another. I just unlocked a new fucking uh, unlock thing that's like Pokemon. Pretty weird. Uh, I don't really get that one. I, I haven't worked it out yet. But basically you get like fucking... <laughs> these animals and the animals fight for you and uh when you want to when you want to get a new ability there you're gonna beat like a fucking pokemon trainer with your animals and stuff it's fucking weird man uh, it's a very odd game but uh very cool and uh yeah it's just there's just seems to be a lot going on in this game that and like more than i i understand yet but it's quite cool um and i'm keen to continue playing it uh yeah nightmare reaper uh great soundtrack as well uh somehow playing like shitty low-res mario on your in-game phone makes the rest of the game look even better as well uh, which is cool, which is nice. Um, yeah. And yeah, a story that I haven't worked out yet, but I'm interested to find out, to get to the bottom of. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool, there you go. That's Nightmare Reaper. It's available on Steam. Uh, it's not on sale. That one's 35 Australian at the moment. Mm. Uh, but it is brand new. Worth All right, it, support your indie devs. Um, yeah. Next up, we've got Super Mega Baseball 3. Oh. This is a game that came out uh, this a couple of years back, right? Like yeah. this time two years ago. Um, but it's now available on Game Pass, which Game is, Pass, I'm guessing, yeah, where exactly. you've been playing it. Yeah. I've been playing it via Game Pass. It was a cunt to get fucking installed. 
because I wanted to use the EA desktop and I can't remember what game it was, but something I, I had had a conflict between the EA desktop app and the Origin app. And yep. it was a huge nightmare getting those two to work together. But, but I managed to actually get EA desktop to install. And once it installed, downloaded the game just fine. And yeah, playing some super mega baseball. Been playing against uh, Johnny Bravo. He's a big baseball fan. He loves his baseball. Uh, I still don't, still don't really get it. Like I don't get baseball uh, as a as a sport. It just seems like shittier cricket. Uh, shittier like twenty twenty cricket. I mean, you know, twenty twenty cricket is really the fucking pinnacle of the sport. Um, of that sport, in my opinion, I just want pace. You know, I want boom, boom, boom. Let's go, let's go. They need a 2020 version of baseball. I don't know what it would be, but they need to work that shit out. Fucking baseball. Anyway, um, playing Super Mega Baseball, however, is a lot of fun. Uh, it's taken me some time to get to the bottom of how to fucking play uh, in a way that is actually any good. But um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a cartoony game, like sort of, it's a bit goofy. It's not super fucking serious. It's not like MLB The Show, which is also uh, out. It is. Uh, but that one takes itself too seriously. And I don't really like, I don't care enough about baseball, basically, uh, to care to play that. But uh, yeah, this one, no, it's goofy. You got these, you know, cartoony characters. You can hit the fucking ball straight back at the pitcher and knock him out. I hit it. Uh, so I've, I've hit the pitcher three times now, twice in the chest, and they just sort of fall over and clutch their chest. But one time I hit him in, in the sack, and it was very funny. Uh, very funny. They always go out injured whenever you hit them, uh, as you would, as you probably would. It's fair. Um, well, I still, like, you know, it's hard playing a game when you don't really understand the ins and outs of the sport. It's hard playing a game based on a sport when you don't understand all of the ins and outs of the sport. Um, so I've gotten caught out a couple of times on what I'm sure must seem like really basic shit, but I'm just like, why the fuck couldn't I? Why the fuck couldn't I just run here? My yeah. dude touched home plate and they're like, no, but... It didn't matter if he touched home plate because the other guy was your third out. And so that means everyone's out. Everyone's like, out. But he was home by the time I fucking, by the time he got out. Like that was the whole fucking, that was my whole strategy in hitting it really high in the air. Not really. I don't get to determine anything that I do with the ball. I try to make contact mm -hmm. and that is it, right? The ball and me and I, I try to fucking hit it. And if I hit it, Wherever it goes, that's good. That's my plan is to do... So, yeah, I'm not really fucking strategizing on that level. Um, yeah. me, me and JB, the only way to play online in this is uh, with an online franchise. Uh, and then you search by that and it sort of creates like a leaderboard out of that. So we've got a franchise going. If anyone else wanted to play, they could join in. Uh, you would only like we've got it set so that each player has their own ego setting the ego is sort right. of the difficulty setting uh, there's like 99 levels uh, 
to this fucking, it's super incremental, uh, which is crazy. I don't understand how you could have it so incremental. But uh, JB's playing at, I think, 75, and I'm playing at about 25 to give you some idea of, of the difference there. Um, we're having pretty close games. Uh, I think I might be up to 30, actually, because we've got this system where uh, the winner adds five to their ego and the loser, like, removes five. So eventually we'll find, like, the perfect balancing ground. Uh, but yeah, anyone else who want to play, we rope you into this, the same scenario. Um, yeah, just fucking, you jump on, you search for a, a someone to play against uh, in in the league, and then that's it. You you play. Um, it's good fun. Like yeah, I don't know. I just really wanted a fucking sports game. Hey, I've missed playing sports games against uh, other people. There's something like. It's different. It's a different sort of like competitive play to me. Like, you know, if I'm playing fucking, I don't know, a shooter or something, I'm playing hell at loose. Everyone on the other team is a dog cunt and they'll fucking die like the dog cunts that they are. But uh, if I'm playing like a sports game with a mate, like that's fun, right? And I want them to lose and I want to win, but. It doesn't really matter. Like winning and losing doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's cool. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I feel like Game Pass is a pretty good place for that. Not We're not getting paid, but like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> there, there's a ton of sports titles on, on Game Pass. Like you talk like MLB The Show is on Game Pass now. That's yep. Sony's baseball game which is usually reviewed really well <laughs> um yeah and so now that's on like game pass and you've got um like cricket games and f1 games and uh dirt five is on is on there now there's that um uh there's a snowboarding game i saw in there recently like there's just a ton of sports stuff i mean you probably jump in and play cricket with people i guess if you want to do that i guess <laughs> maybe if it's 2020 cricket uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, no. All right. Baseball, it is. I don't want to accidentally play a big ant game. Yeah, that's true. You know, we gotta avoid that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Um. Yeah. Th- that is Super Mega Baseball Three. It's out on Game Pass, or you can go buy it. But oh yeah, I wouldn't do that. Join on Game Pass. But playing on Game Pass, join in, join our league. It's up in the Discord. We'll jump on every now and then. Not terribly, like, you know, commonly, but, uh, yeah. Sure. Anyway. Um, okay, we've got Hell Let Loose as well on here. Still playing more of that? Still playing more of that. Uh, probably shouldn't have chucked this on. Like, it's it's more, fair enough. more of a, you know, more of the same still having fucking good times had some really like we had a fucking killer game on fucking stalingrad of all the maps of all the maps to have a good game on stalingrad was not expected um yeah just fuck it like we've we've now got a system where if we're playing stalingrad uh and our team doesn't cap the center the like the middle objective 
we just quit and go find a different server because it's going to be a shit show you've got to convince basically at that point you've got to convince the rest of your team to just allow the other team to win so you can move on to something else because that map is so terribly made with that center fucking in anything that in the center of that map any of the three central points of that map are just so awful uh to attempt to to take that it's just not worth it if you lose it uh and so yeah you just like fuck fuck that shit so yeah just move on still don't like kursk kursk is awful i'm still gonna quit that purple art lane we had a couple of good games on but it's generally bad um apparently went on sale recently okay and uh so there's an influx of uh new players yeah and they all play like garbage and it's infuriating um but uh i don't yeah like it it is crazy how you can see the difference in the quality of play uh and then you you hit tab and you're like oh right everyone's got everyone's sub level 10 i guess i'll like oh i'm still gonna be like where the fuck is my team Mm. but it will no longer be a mystery it'll be more just you know impotent they're off playing a different game yes exactly yeah yep um all right cool hell let loose it's uh, awesome (laughs) <laughs> you should check it out they were nominated for a um bafta award uh this oh. week um best multiplayer game which they did not win got it there's a bunch of scrubs voted for it takes two um which is still a great game i just i think that game is overhyped mm-hmm. uh, and, and i talked about that game very positively on here <laughs> yeah. um uh the gift that keeps on giving gran turismo Ooh, here 7 is still, still here joe 7. loves putting himself through hell i can't stop it i can't stop it it is the it is legitimately yeah like i know it's bad for me and i keep going no they uh they they added in i can't wait i'm gonna cut you off i can't wait till the end of this year when it's your game of the year seriously yeah yeah. (laughs) i was wrong elden ring is garbage it's true <laughs> turismo is the best game i've played this so year. much better than elden ring um they added <laughs> in this uh this race uh on the tokyo expressway where you need a pp 600 car to do this race and some mad geniuses found that if you take the dodge tomahawk vgt experimental car and you make it so that the first second and third gears none of them go over 45 kilometers an hour right so you literally cannot be in uh anything less than fourth in this car but if you make it so that yeah the first three gears don't matter and you fiddle with a couple of other things and you sort of you you down tune the ecu a little bit you can take this car that generally sits at about 1350 pp and it will it's got to be a glitch it's obviously a glitch turn it into a like 599 and that's it you can take this car that can do 
can drive at 530 kilometers an hour onto the streets of Tokyo and you can do this fucking 12 lap race and you can knock it out in about 17. I've got it down to my best time is now 16 minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah. Uh, looking, looking online, that's a very good time. Um, not like, not one of the best, but it's up there. Uh, yeah. You're basically in the Batmobile, right? And the best car that you're racing against is a fucking Honda NSX uh, that looks like it should it basically a supercar itself. But your car is wider and flatter and longer than this thing. And it also goes about three times as fast. And oh, I guess not three, twice as fast. Twice as fast. Uh, and it's bananas, this fucking vehicle. It yams. Uh, it should not be. Uh, there's like fireworks near me or something. Yeah. Weird. Uh, oh, is it East? Oh, yes. Easter. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Like this fucking, this car is doing fi- like at the end of the fucking straight, you're doing 500 kilometers, 530 kilometers an hour. Right. But better still. So you've overtaken, right? Because the game still insists on putting you at the back of the fucking pack on a rolling start. It doesn't matter. You've overtaken everyone within three seconds of the fucking start of the race. And then you do your lap and then you can lap them. You can lap the the dude at the back who's ironically in a Dodge Viper, Dodge Mm. on Dodge violence. Uh, You can lap the dude coming 16th my best effort, I've lapped him before he finished his first lap. Like, that's that's awful. That's <laughs> like just fucking pack it in, mate. Like you're done. You your racing days are over. Like the only only way you could more like more assuredly ruin your racing career is if you did a fucking Nazi salute on the dais at a fucking go karting thing. Did you see that little dickhead? What a fucking moron. <laughs> no. Fucking idiot. Um, anyway. So, yeah, you, you've lapped everyone else before the end of the straight on your, on your second, on their, like, on their, on the start of their second lap. They've already been lapped. And my, like, the, what keeps me focused is attempting to lap everyone as much as humanly possible. That's my dream is to lap everyone as many times as possible. Uh, but yeah, uh, the other th- the, what what what's curious about it is that once you've lapped them, they all go on the blue flag, which means they're supposed to move out of the way. The the AI in Gran Turismo Seven is dog shit, so they don't move out of the way, and it's very difficult, right? Because you're doing five hundred fucking kilometers an hour, and they're doing about. 180 so you're like you're a fucking like rocket basically a carbon fiber fucking propelled rocket just cramming its way up the fucking rear of this fucking nissan skyline that has decided to just move straight in front of you as you try to fucking pass it right you just go straight through the fucking ass end of this thing and technically, 
because you just, you know, obliterated the car in front of you, because you hit them from behind, you should be penalized and you should no longer get a clean race bonus. But because they're on the blue flag, you can basically do whatever the fuck you want. So you're just like, oh, fuck it. You just fucking clean cunts up. You're you're free to do it. It's easy, baby. Like you're you're in the fucking Batmobile, just fucking destroying the Fast and Furious franchise. It's fucking bananas. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, so that's uh, it's pretty entertaining. And as like at the end of it, you get eight hundred fifty k, which is so. I did this race like four or five times and earned more money than I'd earned throughout the rest of my time with Gran Turismo 7. Like, that's it. Took me, it takes me, yeah, 17, maybe 18 minutes if I fuck about a bit and I make more money than I've ever made in Gran Turismo. It's crazy shit. It's bananas. Uh, It's also a lot of fun. Like, it's a fun car to drive and it's a fun race track. Because it's very, there's these narrow streets. It's got slightly wet, uh, like gra- like the ground's a bit wet. Like it's just a fucking, it's a fun fucking race, and everything is doing like half the speed that you are. And yeah, you just like fucking weave in and out of them, and if you hit them, it doesn't matter, and off you fucking go. Yeah. Anyway. So there you go. So you're enjoying it. Uh yeah. <laughs> I found a way to enjoy it, uh, and they haven't yet ruined it. I'm waiting for them to ruin it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Gran Turismo 7. It's out on PlayStation. Yes. Trove's favorite game of this year. Um, of the year. All right. A couple more games here. Uh, I'll give you a break for a little while. I've been playing Tunic, um, which is an indie game. Really small team um there's basically like one designer on this uh we've been working on this for i think seven years or something like that and um and then you've got a bunch of art people and sound designers and all that sort of stuff but yeah uh it's a very very small very small team uh but has gained a lot of traction over the last couple of weeks um it's a it's a weird game to explain because there's a lot of strange things going on with it but it's basically like a roguelike game you're playing as a fox um who is in this this world where you walk around you kill things with uh your melee weapon it starts off with like a um a stick or a tree branch uh you hit things they drop coins and you are running around solving puzzles and all that sort of stuff uh and whenever you die you drop your coins in your spot you go back to your um, last save point and then you have to work your way back to where you were before and pick up your gear and um, off you go again. If you die, you lose it. And it's very much inspired by the Soulsborns type of stuff. There are fires around um, that you go to to ignite and that is a new save point. That is where you level up your character. Um, There's obviously a lot of um, soul's inspiration here but it's done in this um top down 
cartoony style game um, with a really neat art art style where it plays with perspective a lot. It is an isometric game uh, that you are working around a 3D environment, but there are little hidden areas that you can go to that may not seem as obvious the first time that you go past them. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll go to an area and then find like a shortcut and be like, oh, all right, I'm back here again. And then you know that like that is a shortcut that you can go to a different section of the map that you just didn't notice before. Like it wasn't, it's not like a, uh, an unlock gate in Bloodborne where you, you know, or you open the door and all of a sudden the shortcut's here. Like it's just a path that looked like it was just obstructed before, but it's not. You can actually get around it. It plays with geometry in weird ways. Um, and the game itself is told to you in a style of surrounded by mystery you collect these pages in the game that are presented in almost like a instruction booklet or like an old school gaming book that you would pick up and it'd tell you you know you this thing would have like 70 pages and you explain all the different systems in the game um but the problem here is that all the words on the page are this gibberish um symbolic like language that you just don't understand and as you start collecting more pages they sort of start be, start to become um translated and words start to stick out a little bit more and so you're collecting booklets and there might be very basic like hey you press x to slash type thing or a to dodge roll or if you hold a that'll make you run quicker um and it starts escalating to the point where it's like here's an item and later on it'll be like all right this item does this thing once you start like playing around with that item or you discover it and you use it and something happens and so now the booklet starts to get some sort of language in there and uh, you'll unlock maps and it'll show you on the map like where you are or like a dungeon you'll go into and, and that sort of stuff so there's a very unique type of building this world and this language that you just don't understand but as you play more becomes a little bit more apparent um which i think is really interesting and yeah i like i'm enjoying i've played a bunch of it there's um very much a a sense of like discovery just walking around and exploring being like oh i'm not supposed to be here because i don't i clearly am missing something to get to this next area um and then you'll eventually sort of just stumble on a new location you haven't been to before and that opens up a whole new area and a boss fight or something like that and things just start snowballing from there it can become a little bit um like feeling the feeling of lost sometimes when you're like i'm not really sure what i'm doing or i'm yeah. not really sure where i'm supposed to go because it is such a vast open area where it seems like you can kind of um really go anywhere but you start running into uh just i don't know walls all of a sudden and you're like oh, i can't get to here i can't get to there uh maybe i missed something and because it i talked about like things not seeming as obvious the first time you see them it's got a bit of that in terms of its exploration like you'll you'll just accidentally walk past something and it's that that's the thing you needed to do and you might just slightly miss it so there's been like one or two situations where i've looked at a guide and been like oh I need to go to this spot to do this thing. Um, but 
the, the game it doesn't hold your hand like it's not, it's not it doesn't point you to an objective and say hey go here it kind of feeds you these booklets and you need to really look at them and and try and get an idea for yourself like what you're supposed to be doing in like a weird again like from software style way um so yeah like i'm really enjoying it it's it's very cool combat's a little bit finicky um uh but you know yeah it's an indie game i'm not expecting it to be like super precise but i'm still enjoying it it's a fun fun experience and um yeah i'm keen to play more to sort of see how much deeper this thing goes and how weird and wacky it evolves into um and it's on game pass as well which is cool because you don't have to you can just play it on there yep (laughs) um have you had a chance to check it out yet no it's one of the games that i loaded up to play and then i was like oh no i don't have the fucking manual dexterity for this uh so yeah i I put it away for another time yeah it it sounds uh, like it's not too long it's maybe like 12 hour game something like that so cool nice yeah i feel like I'm, I'm making some good progress but um yeah it's doing some neat things which i really enjoy i like the sort of the strange booklet collecting thing with words that don't make any sense and eventually yeah, they just cool start idea. yeah start making like some sort of language uh, which is neat yeah uh, I, I love it when games do that like returnal does it but this sounds like like in Returnal, it sort of evolves the storyline and the words that they choose to translate last are sort of really critical to your understanding of the narrative. Uh, whereas here, it seems like they're critical to your understanding of the gameplay. Yep. And I think that's a really clever twist on the concept. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so that's Tunic. It is available now. You can check that out. Uh very cool very cool indie game um weird west is the last one on the list uh you being uh you were playing this you were talking about you were like a i don't know a bit of a seesaw you didn't like it when you first started playing you got to a point where that switched you really liked it but Mm. then also you hadn't finished and you were sort of uh predicting or, or like speculating what the end might be and trying to decide whether or not you'd enjoy it if it wrapped up I'm assuming you've now played that. I have finished it, yes. Uh, And and sadly, I hate to see Sora again. Yeah. The game completely fucking broke for me by the end. Uh, I can't remember if it had broken. I think last time I spoke about it, I'd said I thought I'd broken the game. Uh, Basically at the end of, or like midway through the fourth character's storyline... I'd done something that was incongruous to my quest line uh, and the quest line itself hadn't updated, hadn't fixed or anything like that. Uh, and so I had to revert. Um, but I got to the point where I had to, like I would have had to revert like half an hour and like, cause everything else I reverted, I reverted, I reverted. I went back as far as I could uh, and then the next jump from about five minutes was to uh, like 33 minutes. I'm like, I'm not playing all of that again. I'm just going to deal with the consequences of this game breaking. 
and that's what I did. I dealt with the consequences. And it was a bit of a shame that the game didn't really appear to change to manage that. But I've talked to other people and the game didn't actually break. The narrative sort of just fell apart a bit and that's really disappointing. Um, yeah. So that's that's a bummer. Uh, the fifth character was fun, but uh, it felt almost rushed, like it was rushing to the end. Uh, have you finished it? No, I have not. Yeah, had a chance to play uh, anything, so I'm sad, still sadly it, it doesn't really fucking uh, get to where like I th- I still think the story was good, uh, and it told like the world that they created was really interesting, and like the overall fucking plot was good, but yeah, it just didn't execute in a way that I wanted it to, which is unfortunate. I uh, had high hopes, uh, but yeah, it just didn't work out. One of the worst things that it could have done is what it did right at the end. Uh, you basically, you go into the the final, the end location to finish the game and uh, the game sort of just turns into this fucking nonstop fight fest. But the way the game has basically done combat the entire fucking time is where, like, is that sort of immersive sim style where you try to do stealth and then when you fuck it up and go loud uh if you're happy with dealing with the consequences of your own failure then you'll you'll cop it and you'll go loud but otherwise you'll you know you'll quick load and go back and do stealth again uh but it does that thing that i hate when they do when stealth forward games it's not a stealth focused game i think but it's a stealth forward game um it does that thing where suddenly every fight is at high alert the entire time like you know you never have any fights where you're in stealth you're always discovered and everyone knows where you are and i can't i fucking hate that i hate it when they do that in games uh because that's not the game that i've been taught to play like it's completely antithetical to the the style of play that i'm used to like i i wound up having to actually fucking revert a save and go and buy a, a like you got these skills that you buy uh i wound up having to fucking buy a bunch of skills combat skills instead of stealth skills uh so they'd be able to fucking survive these last fucking fights on my way to the end the game ending like the, there's a, yeah there's like a it's just this fight after fight after fight. And it's just, yeah, a dull, uh, dull way for them to, to finish the the game, I guess. Like, it's just a disappointing uh, way for them to do it. It sort of reminds me of... Um, I know this isn't how it happened, but it reminds me of, like, Deus Ex Human Revolution, where... Like, yeah, it just, it was just sort of like, yeah, we're in immersive sim. Ah, no, you gotta, you gotta do this fucking fight. You, like, I don't give a fuck. It's a boss fight. You gotta do this fucking fight. Like, it's just disappointing, right? Cause, yeah, yeah, these guys have been the kings of the immersive sim for a long time and they just fucking, they whiffed it at the end and it feels like it was rushed. Uh, it was a rushed finish. And that's what resulted. That's why it resulted in this. Uh, 
Anyway. Yeah. Um, it's disappointing. Yeah. It's also disappointing that, like, I feel like... Um, uh, I think I said... I might have said this at some stage. Like, like I don't think this game was going to sell well. It was too yeah. weird. Um, <laughs> weird versus too weird. Uh, like, it's it's too much of a niche game. Like, it's, it's too strange. And, like, it's not going to pull in a big audience. Um, I saw some sales. No, they weren't sales numbers. They were player numbers uh, this week. Uh, 400,000, 400, which is not... I don't, I don't know. Like, if I was to look at that, I'd say it's not great. I obviously don't know how much um, cost to make. I'm assuming they probably made their money back because there was some sort of publishing deal with, like, Devolver and all that sort of stuff. But 400,000, like, that's not sales. That is players. And there's a reason why they chose their words very carefully there uh, because it's it's on Game Pass as well. Um, And you kind of look at the weird west numbers on steam charts and it's not that high so yeah it doesn't seem like it's sold that great which is a bit disappointing because you know they've made or at least the leads on it have made some really cool games in the past this is just something a little bit smaller and a little bit different than what they've done before yeah yeah exactly um yeah it's i i think if it had more time it would be a different game and we probably could have seen that coming considering yeah it was evidently rushed to the end it is what right. it is uh yeah. but yeah like you said it was maybe never going to sell all that well so yeah maybe uh maybe they were right to get it out well not right necessarily but it makes more sense to get it out and they do have a you know, a good fucking support system in place, a support plan in place so that they will look after it for a long time. I'm interested to see how the game evolves. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right. That's Weird West. Anything else you want to add while you're sneezing, coughing? <laughs> no, I'm good. No. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, let's move on here then and do some news. Oh, look out. Oh, let's do some news. It's time for Luke to leave. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 opens to $71 million at the box office. It's the biggest video game adaptation yet, Uh, which is interesting, surprising to me, but cool. Um, Beat Uncharted, which is cool. Uh, I was intrigued uh, to watch this one, but I am not going to... Well, I, I guess now that I'm fucking... Invincible. I am invincible. Um, I can go to the cinemas, but uh, yeah, uh, I wasn't gonna go see it at fucking. Wasn't gonna see Sonic two at the cinemas. Uh, so anyway, sorry. Uh, we we you won't you won't have noticed due to the magic of editing, but uh, Luke took a giant shit in his office and uh, he had to clean it up. He shit yep. his pants and he had to clean it up. So uh, anyway, uh, you won't have noticed that. Uh, but. Yeah, you know. Uh, no, your cat did a pee, a pee pee, in yeah. the corner, and uh, yeah, apparently I don't have a cat anymore. Too bad. Too bad for you to deal with, right? You couldn't just. This is why. This is why you need COVID, mate. This is it. I, I did lose my sense of smell for like a day. It was weird as shit, man. It was super weird. 
like it didn't i wouldn't have even noticed i reckon but uh my wife has like the vix vapor rub and uh she was like can you smell this i'm like no what what the fuck and we were like is it fucking is it like does does vix vapor rub expire or is it like some nose smell variant or some shit when smelled my big like my jar of coffee beans and i could smell it but it smelled really like weird and very faint i'm like oh my god we lost our sense of smell thanks covid anyway uh so that's what you need because you, you wouldn't even be able to what smell time? your cat pee yeah yeah so anyway we we're talking about sonic 2 uh big big box office opening uh biggest yep. video game adaptation yet uh great efforts um, but yeah, I wouldn't go see it at the cinema. I've got no, I'm not going, I'm not fucking rushing in the cinema. For yeah, you got no sense of sight anymore. That's um, it. I don't see. Uh, did I you ever end up watching the first one yet? Yeah, I really liked it. It was good. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, my little nibblings enjoyed it a lot as well. Um, so it was on while I was up in Brisbane the other week. Um, so that was cool. But yeah, uh, so I, I'm definitely keen to watch it at some point, but I'm not going to the fucking cinema. That's crazy shit. What about you, Luke? You go see it? You go to you go to the fucking cinema constantly. You're there all yeah. the time. I'm surprised you're not there, there at the moment. Yeah, I am there at the moment. Ah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I won't go to the cinema and watch it. I'll, I'll watch it when it comes out on, on demand. Um, mm. But I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious. Like, I'm curious. I thought the first one was fine. You know, whatever. Um but yeah, I don't know. That's a big number. Like, I I think we're we're getting close to the to to the uh, the video game adaption movie thing, especially with like Sony's just put out Uncharted. I haven't watched that yet. I'm mm. keen to see it. Um, there was news today that um, Sony has hired someone to write Ghost of Tsushima. Um, this is the Chad Stahelski. Um, uh, movie adaption um so like sony's sort of going into things and and seeing what properties they can do obviously like last of us is being made into a tv show with with hbo um yeah and like sonic <laughs> 71 million is not not a small amount like yeah. the first one made money and this one made a lot more money yeah. um so I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see another another one coming out uh, you like you compare that to the latest I don't know I wouldn't call it a Marvel film but it is a Marvel film it's a Sony Marvel film um, Morbius and that made like 31 million total so far you went saw Morbius didn't you? I did <laughs> yeah it's not as bad as did, have you seen it yet? of course not of course no. not I don't think like I, I heard people saying it's one of the f- top five worst movies they've ever seen oh yeah um, again right. They belong in that bracket of people that don't watch a lot of movies. Because I've seen some trash in my days. Absolute stinkers. Um, so it's not as bad as those. But um, yeah, I didn't hate it anywhere near as much. I don't think it's very good. Um, yep. There's things in it that I thought was really cool. And other things I was like, I have no idea what is going on. This fight scene is just a blur. It's just two people and the camera moving around really quickly. Um, and obviously there's... Uh, you know, payoffs, the stingers. They've always got the stingers. Uh, like, oh, yeah, of course. I wonder what's going to yeah. happen here. This is sick. Uh, so yep. we'll see. But that's that was the best part. 
Um, anyway. Mm. All right. Let's move it on here. Let's keep on going. Kingdom Hearts 4. I was trying to figure that out. 4 has been announced. Um, I'm not a big Kingdom Hearts person. I played 3, really liked it. Uh, big fan of, of like all the weird, wacky, strange worlds that they put into those games. Um, it's basically a game where you dive into diff- different Disney properties. And, yep. um, and the stuff they do with that is really cool. Um, with like a RPG system, uh, very very light on the combat systems. Like there's a lot of combat, but the systems itself are pretty basic. Not a lot to it. Um, yep. But people will lose their shit over these games, and uh, they have lost their shit over this new game um, teaser trailer, which I um, I think was bad. I didn't think it was good for a game where you are the whole thing is about meeting these different Disney properties and interacting with these different Disney characters there was none of that in this announcement trailer it was like the main character in a fictional Japan looking city fighting a giant black demon monster and that was it and they showed like Goofy and Donald at the end walking through a dark dungeon or something. Right. Um, yeah, I didn't watch nah. it because I hate those games. Because they're not very good. Um, you loved anyway, it. I thought it was a bad trailer. Um, bad way to announce a game like that. Uh, some people picked apart some of the trailer bits that are going on. Um, seems like Star Wars is going to be a location that they go to in this. Oh, yeah. uh, look like I the bottom this. of um, some Star Wars vehicles in one of the pitches. Uh, and obviously, the next big one is like Marvel, right? They've got to go to, to Marvel at this point because Disney owns Marvel and um, Star Wars. So they're the two big properties to go after and bring into these games. Um, and for them not to do that, for them not to show that sort of stuff, like think is a bit of a miss for them yep. at least um yeah but I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with it and hopefully the combat is a little bit uh better on this next uh game so yeah we'll see what happens um next up we got a new tomb raider game has been announced which will be on the unreal engine 5 this was during the unreal engine 5 showcase that they did uh revealing that unreal engine is now available for people to use you can go download it you can play the matrix uh, awakens demo and fiddle around with that people doing some crazy things in that thing which is which is cool um i'm surprised this has been announced considering every time square enix puts out a game they just shit on it and say it didn't meet our sales ex- expectations and that's uh, true yeah we're they, not making they've never had a game right that, that met expectations right it's never happened i don't think they've ever done it no no they want four billion sales it, everything is a disappointment to them yeah <laughs> we, we had high hopes perhaps yeah. too high <laughs> yeah um so i guess we'll see what happens there was someone who was announced as working there now do you, do you did you see this news no uh, man i'm trying to look quickly anyway there was a game developer oh it was the um sony zombie game Sony zombie game. Dead. The, the, the bike dude. Oh, biker man. One. Right. You know Biker Man, zombie game? 
Biker Man zombie game. I'm going to type this into Google see if it comes up. Biker yeah. Man, Man zombie, zombie game. game. Days Gone. Days um, Gone. Nice. It actually well came up with Days Gone. Yeah. Uh, the That's the creative cool. director on Days Gone is now Crystal Dynamics. So we'll see if uh, that person is now working on this Tomb Raider game or something else. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next piece of news. Remedy is partnering with Rockstar Games to remake Max Payne 1 and 2. Oh. This is cool. This is my favorite news of the week. Yeah. I'm fucking Why is pumped. that? Because I want to play Max Payne 1 and 2. What kind of question is that? Yep. What, you hate this news? Um, no, it's end? good. No, it's good. What? Well, like, I, I, I feel like Remedy's spreading themselves very thin at some point. Um... Obviously, this is super early in development, right? They It sounds like from the release they put out, they signed the thing today, or they signed the the agreement, and then they put out a statement like straight away, which is a cool way of just it leaking. <laughs> um, so they, they signed a partnership with Rockstar uh, to make this remake. Obviously, um, Rockstar owns the Max Payne license because yep. um, they published those games, and Rockstar made Max Payne three um, but remedy made uh max Payne one and two and so you know they've got roots in this game they want to see it do well i'm curious like what is the benefit like what's what's rockstar's end game here they 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 get a bunch of money Uh, what's i mean they yeah they get a bunch of money but do, do you do you feel like they're they gonna do something else with the Rockstar series, or is this more like a the Max Payne series? Let's let's see how Remedy goes with Max Payne one and two, and maybe we'll give them four or something like that. Like, what oh, is their? That'd be cool. Yeah, what's their their goal with this? Um, they get to publish something this year that, and they don't have to put out. It's not coming uh, out. You shit. There's no way this thing is coming out in in, in a year. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean. I mean, is there that much to do? They've already got the engine all built. Knock it out. Mate, how long did it take to make Battlefield 2042? Fucking four months or some shit? They could knock it out easy, okay? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe they get Remedy to remake Max Payne 3. Hey, People seem to hate that game, even though it was fucking great. Yeah, it was still cool. It was cool. Yeah. Um, okay, next up we got Ubisoft is reportedly developing a, a new third-person battle royale game. Uh, this comes from Tom Henderson, uh, frequent leaker. Uh, apparently, it will be uh, very similar to Hyperscape in terms of its aesthetic. Uh, the gameplay itself is a um, uh, a PvPVE uh, to escape from Tarkov-esque Ugh. style gameplay where there are um, two sort of like walls surrounding a large boss and the walls have these gates in them that are randomly uh placed on the the game every time you sort of load into a match and uh, those gates can be destroyed and they make new paths in towards the center Uh, and as you're battling uh enemies around you the pve environment you are leveling up and then using that to take on other players as well 
Uh, interesting concept. Ubisoft has a unproven record uh-huh. or a proven record with their battle royale games not doing well. Yep. And so I don't know. I, I um I don't nothing nothing about this really gets me jazzed at this point, especially um, with the words like very cartoony art style like they're clearly going for something a bit more casual once again yeah yep. uh i this i i i don't know man i have not seen pv pve work uh in a way that that i think has a longevity you know like it's just it's it hasn't been done um the closest it's come is is hunt and even that we we saw through it too quickly sure i, I just yeah. don't i don't see them solving it yeah um yeah. and whether or not this thing actually even comes out is a different story so we'll wait we'll wait and see uh they're also like ubisoft's got that other battle rail game is set in the no longer tom clancy universe as well yep. yeah um like for for me, I'm more interested in that one because, yeah, this this seems like this other game seems like a um, going for the Fortnite audience a bit more, or the casual yeah. like casual mm-hmm. audience. Um, on top of that, Ubisoft is uh, working on a Rainbow Six mobile game, which they have now announced. Um, yeah, mm. I don't know. That's it's it's. Obviously, they saw some stats somewhere, right? And was like, hey, these mobile games are doing pretty well. We've got like Call of Duty and PUBG and all those sorts of things. Let's put Rainbow Six on mobile yeah. and make some money. Don't know how it's going to be monetized as of yet, what that's sort of going to entail. You're going to assume it's going to be some sort of free-to-play model, right? Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to take a stab and say, you're buying ca- like operators and some sort of battle pass system skins that sort of thing uh it sounds like the there are maps from the main mainline game that are transitioning across to the mobile game uh which will be a little bit different in terms of their layout destructibility things like that uh but they're trying to sort of replicate that experience across the mobile um did it seem like in the did you watch the trailer in the trailer to me it seemed like the fucking I don't know, there was like a lot of, a really high time to kill. Yeah. I guess it makes sense, right? Because it, it's, you're slow to aim and shit, but man, it doesn't. I mean, you got that, you got the hacks, me. right? So you'll be fine. Yeah, I've got my fucking, my Kishi, my Razor Kishi. So I'll fucking black cunts, but yeah, no, like it just, it doesn't look very rainbow to me, man. Yeah. Looks like a mistake. Yeah. Oh. Um yeah, fair enough. I guess we'll we'll sort of see how that unfolds, but uh it's not something I'm gonna be getting super deep into. Um so there you go, Ubisoft working on a few things. Uh, up next, uh, Return to Monkey Island is releasing this year, uh being created by Ron Gilbert from the original team. And this kind of came out of nowhere. It was released on April Fools on his website, but didn't really give much more info than that. And then a couple of days later, um, Devolver, it was Devolver, right? Came out and said that they're, uh, think, yeah, Devolver, yeah, yeah, they're working on it. So that's kind of cool. 
Uh, going back to the, it looks like old school sort of art style with a uh, fresh coat of paint and uh, bringing in some of the team that also worked on that, those uh, old games to come in and help on that. So yeah, man, I, I'm super interested. I replayed uh, the original Monkey Island recently, uh, played a little bit of Monkey Island 2, um, played a bunch of back in the day and a little bit of like tales as well couldn't really get into tales of monkey island but uh first three were, were really cool um even though ron gilbert didn't work on the th- third one i think he i think he consulted on tales or something like that he's consulted on one of them right um but yeah i still think they're excellent old school adventure games um you didn't obviously play any of this stuff right because it was a pc game a PC game because it's a fucking adventure game. I don't like adventure games. It's a PC game. Yeah, I don't like PC games. You know how I be. Yeah, hating on PC games. That's what they, um, they always. That's what they say about me. They like Joby. Old Jobo hates PC games. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like this thing's not too far off. Just judging by the the words that I'm seeing people using on the uh, this announcement, uh, you know, this year that type of stuff. I mean, this year kind of gives it away as like coming out this year but i think it'll be this year before the stupid stuff starts dropping at like september october november like you want to this is the type of game you want to put out J- july <laughs> june like somewhere around <laughs> then right yeah um august so hopefully that's what the plan is otherwise they're sort of sending this thing out to to not do so, too well um but anyway yeah i'm keen to see what uh what they got in store I'm a, I'm a big fan of his work, so we'll go with that. Uh, next up, we got World of Tanks. The developer, uh, Wargaming, has pulled out of Russia and Belarus, um, their studios at least. Uh, and I guess their games, they've handed the game, their big games off to a uh, another studio and uh, they'll be looking after things like World of Tanks and all their other world games while they just kind of jettison and say we're out peace thank you um yeah that's a good move from them i think they're they're a massive company it's and and they're a they have a really large presence in belarus and russia as well so it's a it's a big deal for them to do this it's a big commitment it's not just a it'd be different for like certain other companies to make the same move comparatively because uh they have such a huge fucking yeah um uh, i don't know like fucking space a presence in that space yeah yep yeah for sure um and it seemed like the wording from it like i couldn't tell i, oh, I can't actually remember because it was a while back but um I, I like i don't think they're gonna be profiting out of that region anymore it seems like they just like handed it off and we're like we're good we're done see you later um yeah, yeah which is really cool mm. um okay next up we got uh another piece of news this one's pretty big e3 has been officially cancelled like full-on cancelled uh they're not even doing a digital event anymore at, at this point is it a scam like are they just are they scamming people is that what's going on i don't what's understand what's happening how are they what's making the money um I don't know. Aren't there people in the ESA? Like companies are still part of the ESA, and I guess they get dues out of those companies. 
that's gotta be sure. it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's my guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I love the like sly tweets from Jeff Keeley with the like <laughs> summer games fair stuff. Like remember a couple of years back when we were talking about like Reed Pop wanting to go in and take over E3 and saying like, hey, we'll do all this stuff for you. Mm-hmm. And then those negotiations falling apart. And then uh, Jeff Keeley coming in, doing a bunch of stuff with them and saying like, I'll take mm-hmm. it over. And then being like, nah, we're good. We got this. And then that falling apart. And now they're like three years straight, no E3, no more, no digital content even this year. Like what a dumpster fire. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a, it's a downward spiral, really. Yeah, like uh, it's an uncontrollable tailspin. You've Ooh, got like tailspin. you're trying to put on a digital content against somebody that has a proven track record of mm. like nailing their digital content and getting like hundreds of millions of eyeballs onto this event, and you're gonna come back and try and replicate that like three years too late. I don't see that really happening much anymore. It sort of seems like they're in a lot of trouble, at least in a digital platform. They could absolutely come back as a physical platform and try and do something, but they've got to try and replicate the, like the pack sort of thing where consumers and that sort of stuff, it's not going to, I think the media side of it is probably done at this point. There's too many companies have pulled out. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Yeah certainly not worth it for an international media i mean yeah, to. unless we get flown over yeah exactly and even then yeah even then um yeah all right i guess they can't leak our shit anymore anyway so that's good <laughs> yep and the last piece of news here we got to end it with a the good old jab to the the side uh battlefield 2042 <laughs> play count drops below 1000 players and we're now on the third day straight where this happened. Um, nine, like 950 players on Steam. It's getting to. That's, Good Lord. Hey. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's the red flag, no. I feel like, right hey, there. PCGamer.com reckons mm. it's the best game of all fucking time. And everyone who hates it is just on the bandwagon hating for no reason. PCGamer.com fucking loves it. And everyone else is a fucking idiot. What, the battlefield? Yeah. Yeah. They love it. They're all about yeah. it. You're a hater. I can't believe you're yeah. such a hater. And also you uh, can't use Steam charts as a indicator. Even though right, right. even though it's it's a pretty good indicator in some cases. Was, was it the same guy that reviewed it? No, it's a different guy. He no. probably edited it or something. I don't know. Oh, that whole like they're all hardcore battlefield defense force over it. PC gamer. Hmm. Oh, maybe it was the same guy that reviewed it. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway. I'm just trying, I'm just trying to look. Um, yeah, the other thing is I, I read some stuff that that patch is, is uh, maybe being pushed back a little bit as well. <laughs> like, it's... Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good. I think they need to get to a point where... They got to do something free to play like soon. It's 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 like I don't know what the plan like or a free month of playing or something like that to jam those numbers back up. My guess would be they drop the patch for and it's free weekend 
um, yeah, to try and get people back into it. Otherwise, that that number's going to keep dropping lower, like a lot lower. I feel like when yep. people start aren't like not not being able to get games will be a problem. Like yeah. especially on maps where it's 128 players, right? And if you get to a point where there's only 900 people globally playing on Steam, yeah, that's a huge issue. So seven games, isn't it? Seven, yeah, something like that. Six, seven, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, oh. gold. Uh, all right, there you go. That's the news. Big news this week. Two weeks, last two weeks, lots of news. Um, all right, do we have any questions, Job, or is that it for today? We do have questions. We do. Oh, he says disappointingly as he wants. No, to it's just that I've I've seen the questions. Oh. I've seen one of the questions, and it's it's a nightmare. Uh, I think you've gone too far on it, Dangus. Anyway, Fridge Monster Man says, Hi, Luke. Hi, Job. So the Stream Deck, uh, Steam Deck, has been out for a while, and most reviews I've seen have been pretty impressed with it. There's also a ton of other PC and Android-based handhelds on the market, like the One X Player Mini, Odin Pro, and Aya Neo Next. I want to revisit a question I asked in, oh, geez, 2019. Wow, the before times. The Nintendo Switch has been highly successful. There's the Steam Deck and a bunch of handhelds on the market. Why haven't we seen a handheld from Sony or Microsoft? Do you think we'll get a PS Vita 2 or an Xbox Series H or whatever? P.S. I hope Job is feeling better. Oh, thanks. Um... Great question. Uh, I don't think we'll see a PS Vita 2. Uh, I think Sony bailed after the Vita, even though the Vita sold really well, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty... No, no, the PSP definitely sold. The PSP is one of the like top five selling uh, like game consoles of all time. Um, I think the Vita didn't meet those expectations. And I think, like, so Sony kind of gave them the old fucking Square Enix fucking failed to meet our expectations when their expectations were redonkulous. And then they're like, well, fuck this shit. We're not making handhelds any, anymore. I reckon Microsoft would make a really good... I, I think they could... Like, the Game Pass X, X Cloud platform would be such a good fucking like on a handheld it'd be so good but you'd still want it to have enough power to play something on its own merits right it'd be fantastic to be able to fucking load up whatever um lego's the skywalker saga which i am gonna play this weekend i finally got a code um yeah Yeah, see that game's doing bonkers right now yeah i'm excited to check it out um yeah, so uh, it'd be cool to play something like that and then be able to load up something that actually needs some juice as well. But I don't know, maybe they don't feel that with with xCloud, with, with their, like, you know, and Sony's got PlayStation now, not in Australia, but they've got it. Maybe they feel that they, they're better served trying to focus on their AAA stuff and porting that in a way that's playable on mobile phones or something what do you think luke um yeah i agree the the next there's no feeder 2 coming like that thing was a beast when it came out 
the first one like awesome piece of hardware like slick tech on it um Mm. had some cool games but the thing nintendo has is its fans like they just eat that shit up like nintendo makes the same games over and over again and people (laughs) buy the same fucking pokemon games twice every year that is true Um, it's pretty crazy yeah they've got that fan base and and people love that shit they also go for the um they they do the casual market really well with um you know your your farming games and that sort of thing like people that that i know that don't play a lot of video games and and play those types of games on their switch Mm. um yeah it just hits hits the mark all around and sony just doesn't have that caliber right now and so i don't know i think they just their best bet is probably just to focus on what they're doing and i like i don't know what the the idea what the plan is to to try and combat that or if you can mm. uh they've tried it a couple of times and just hasn't worked uh people just yeah. don't don't want to play it so maybe the better solution i think i think like the the idea is to go into a market in the future where it's um streaming that content onto your mobile device yeah a la what xbox is doing with their cloud gaming stuff like that is sort of the way you take it to the next step so that people that want to play those playstation games are able to just take it on the fly and play it on the bus but it doesn't matter they're not limited by the hardware they're limited by their internet connection or something like that yeah that's the next step i think yep good question i still want a steam deck though i yeah that thing looks cool i really want um, good question, FMM. Dan Gaz writes, this is awful. It is so awful. It's got so many emojis. Uh, oh, my Lord. Look at this shit. Hi, brightness. Hi, Luke. Luke emoji and negative, scross, negative squared cross mark. Joib. Job clown emoji. Do you, you emoji, think, brain emoji, that the new new emoji, Nintendo Switch Sports, Cricket Bat uh, emoji game will have a cameo, movie camera emoji, from any Jack, a Jack emoji, I'm surprised, and Daxter, Daxter, uh, Clank, Clank emoji, uh, characters, question mark, question mark emoji, did you do this because I said about the question mark emoji the fucking other week? Because that's fucking rough, man. You know, I had COVID. It's fucking real harsh. Dangers. Hopefully this, this emoji, reaches you in good spirits. Ghost emoji. Yours truly, 100. Rainbow emoji. Uh, The big D, D emoji. PSP emoji, S emoji. If thinking emoji, rolling eyes emoji. My... Point left emoji, girl, moon emoji, heart emoji, and arrow right. Jack and Dax are the precursor legacy. Okay, hands, the video game emoji. Uh, both arrow left, arrow right, drowning. Uh, sploosh emoji, sploosh emoji, wave emoji, and right eye pointing left. Could thinking... Uh, and face with raised eyebrow only grimacing raised back of hand save 
Hospital emoji, SOS emoji, one tired face point up emoji, catch flushed emoji, open mouth emoji, me point left with sunglasses emoji, point right, and a grav, sorry, hushed emoji, a grav, diamond, diamond, zuma, red car at, this is fucking incomprehensible at this point, sleeping emoji, my, oh my god, why do you keep doing fucking point left, girls, women power, woman pouting, skull, funeral, what the fuck, catch me at, oh, with a grav, zuma, at my girl's funeral, coffin emoji, what is that one? What the fuck is this? Stop telling me. Because, face with monocle, smirk, I'm, point right, getting, clap, a, pokey tonguey face, power, muscle, trophy, cell, crown, okay hand, okay hand, laughing emoji, cry laughing, cry laughing, cry laughing, cry laughing. It's the worst thing I've read in my entire life, Dangers. Uh, <laughs> and you've read a lot of things. I've read a lot of things. I read a lot of things. Uh, Jack and Daxter in the new Nintendo Switch sports game. Luke, what do you think? You know everything. <laughs> they can get fucked. <laughs> they can get fucked. <laughs> I hope to catch you at your girl's funeral. Dangers for making me read all of that. Um <laughs> No, that's a horrible thing to say. I'm sorry. Uh, um, yeah, I don't. I don't know what the what is Nintendo Sports. I saw something about this recently. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I, I have no idea. I assume it's the new Wii Sports. I guess. I, I've yeah, got okay. no clue. I missed it. I, I remember reading Pass something about there being like a battle royale bowling game or something like that. All right, I'm in. <laughs> I'm back in. <laughs> Genius! Finally. Finally, a bowling game I give a fuck about. Uh, but yeah. Yes. Anyway, uh, please never do that again. Uh, don't make me ban emojis. Don't make me ban emojis. Um, yes. Good questions, I suppose. Play... Oh, okay. Right. What? Yep. No, I'm just trying to think, like, how do you... Because I'm like... Wii Sports obviously had the the hand thingies and like I'm I'm trying to figure out how do you I've clearly not played a Nintendo Switch for a very long time. I'm like got gyros and stuff. Yeah, I know, I know that now. I'm looking at the pictures, but this is how detracted I am from a Nintendo console. I couldn't yeah. figure it out in my mind how you play this game. This guy. Yeah. This guy. We're a video so, game podcast. No, we well, yeah, exactly. We don't do Nintendo games because they're <laughs> just—they're not video games anymore. They're just regurgitated thirteen-year-old games. Um, okay. all right, there you go. That's a podcast, with or is that possibly that possibly with Jack and Daxter characters? Maybe. No. No. Okay. I'm assuming not. Um, yeah, there you go. Why? Why show. was there a Jack emoji and a no Daxter emoji? There was a cl- he used a clank emoji instead. That's weird. Anyway, anyway, I don't actually want to know. Don't tell me using too many emojis, dangers. Thank you for your questions, dangers and FMM. That is the podcast. That's, That's all podcast. we've got. 
Uh, Time. Is there anything you want to plug for this week you've been working on or anything you recommend people check out? No, I've got a great one. First of all, I watched all of Severance and it doesn't wrap up in one season, which is always disappointing, but uh, I'm, I'm keen enough on it to watch another one. So that's pretty cool. Severance is on Apple TV. But here's the big one, right? Here's my big plug, right? Don't get COVID. It sucks. What about you, Luke? What do you got? Yeah, I can't top that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. How do I top that? Uh, yeah, you can go to uh, oh, yeah. Check out the stuff over there. Um, oh, yeah. uh, I, I did watch some movies recently. Moonfall's pretty dumb. Um, oh, yeah. That's the Independence Day dude making another shit's blowing up. The world's going to Roland hell. Emmerich. Yep. He's still making those movies. Yeah, he sure He's is. He's the uh, Nintendo of, of disaster films. Um, <laughs> did we talk about Death of the Nile? That's I hated that. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. Like that. Yeah. Um, Morbius. I liked Morbius better than Death of the Nile. That'll Damn. Tell me how that's going. That's um, I've got tickets to Doctor Strange. I'm looking forward to that. And um, there's another movie coming yeah. out. Something what we know about nothing what we know about uh, everything. everywhere every everyone everywhere all at once or whatever that's it, is. it i'm very intrigued i very much want to see that yes yeah and the massive massive weight of unbearable talent the unbearable weight of oh massive yeah talent. fuck yeah I'm that excited. looks looks sick i'm, I'm very um, excited that trailer came on while we were watch while i was at the cinema watching something i was like what the fuck is this Ooh. all right i'm in <laughs> you watch the trailer that's it. Handing you. Well, I don't watch trailers for stuff I know nah. I'm going to watch. No, nah, but... it's over. That's it. I'm the new president of the No Trailers fucking club. You've been Definitely. fucking ousted. It's done, mate. It's done. Yeah. I watched some movies while I had COVID. I watched Copland. Have you seen Copland? Good movie. Copland. Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. Good movie. Oh, wait. Is that Jake Gyllenhaal? No. It's Sylvester Stallone. Robert oh, De Niro. Right. Harvey yeah. Keitel. Great movie. Um, what else did I watch? Uh, Hateful Eight. Yep. Fucking Quentin Tarantino just starts fucking narrating halfway through the fucking movie. What a fuck. Yeah, he does. That's so dumb. That's so dumb. It's Is a good movie. It's, otherwise, it? it's a good movie. No, I've seen it before. I've just forgotten. Um, otherwise, yeah, enjoyed it. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's fantastic in it, but fuck me and fucking Wilson Goggins awesome um what was the other thing oh yeah Saving Private Ryan uh great movie hey heads up Saving Private Ryan pretty good pretty this good. this Spielberg guy he's got talent <laughs> he's, he's going places he's going places yeah wait Expected till you see things. uh Ready Player One joke it'll, <laughs> it'll, <laughs> it'll blow your mind <laughs> oh no Super 8 um. Oh, that wasn't him. That was JJ. That was okay. JJ. Yeah, he, I think uh, he produced it. Yeah. Anyway, let's go. Now, movie knowledge. Yeah. Um. All right, there you go. That's the podcast. We have the gap. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get podcasts from. Uh, we could also be under the GA podcast. So search for that. If you do have a moment, please rate and review the show. So other people find us on the internet. You can also jump into our Discord channel, the gapodcast.com slash Discord. 
Um, we talk about all sorts of crap in that channel. Loads of stuff. Movies, food, Wordle. F- oh, yeah. Framed. Uh, framed. I like frames. Yeah, so do I. Framed is cool. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep. Uh, or you can play games. Jump in, play Hell at Loose, play Joe's baseball games. Oh, yeah. Um, Fortnite, that sort of stuff. Uh, good fun in there. Uh, you can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all our social media uh, things that we do, past episodes, the feature content that Joe puts up there sometimes. Uh, mm. Go read all that sort of stuff. Uh, that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast, become a recurring member, and uh, help us pay the bills. Thank you to everyone who does that every Thank month. You so much. We appreciate your support. We're very grateful. Uh, absolutely helps us out. It uh, really so does. Thank you, every, everyone who does that. Uh, that is it for this week. Uh, we're back. We're back, baby. Um, missing that uh, that first episode in a long time. Getting through that big chunk of games that we got sitting there. Or at least you were yeah. uh, getting through a big chunk of games you got sitting there. It's actually there. pretty good. Like, considering how dire April is. Yeah. Went okay. A lot of good indie games going on there. Mm. Um, yeah, anyway. All right, next week. It sounds like we'll be talking about some some Star Wars. Yes. Uh, that seems pretty cool. I, I'm yes. I'm excited to hear about that game because um, I don't know. I'm hearing mixed things about it. Some people really like it. Some people uh, don't really like it, and then other people yeah. are like, "Yeah, it's fine. It's all right." And so we've not talked about a Star Wars Lego game on here for shit. I feel like since I got an Xbox 360, maybe it was the last time we talked about a Lego game. <laughs> On this 360 get the fuck out of here it must have been because i think i had yeah i'm pretty sure i had a 360 lego game might have been that long ago jesus that's crazy it's been a while that is, that's it has wild. been a while yep. anyway uh thank you everyone for listening this week and we'll catch you all next week thanks on this show we'll be back love you bye